Hello, EDECMO. This is Zach Shiner. I'm here for podcast number 17. I just got back from Chicago, Illinois for the American Heart Association, and I interviewed Dr. Lionel Lamho, the innovator out of Paris, France, responsible for pre-hospital, that's right, pre-hospital ECMO. We're talking putting people on the pump in the middle of the streets, in the middle of the Louvre even, Mona Lisa looking down, and Lionel is responsible for this chaos. So we're going to jump right into this. There's a little bit of lost in translation. This is not Lionel's first language. So you're going to have to listen a little bit more closely, but I guarantee you this is money stuff. Lionel, how are you? Fine, thank you. So Lionel is involved with something that Joe and I in San Diego could only dream of, and that is that they're able to do pre-hospital ECMO. And so I'm going to have him just sort of talk about the program, tell us what's going on in Paris, and how did this all get started? This program is starting uh, three years ago. This is a program uh, we make ECMO in the street or everywhere. Uh, what we're doing is when you have a cardiac arrest in Paris now, you are, we send some basic life support like everywhere. After we have a mobile ICU, because in France with the system, the pre-hospital system, it's a mobile ICU with a doctor on scene. And if they constate you have a refractory cardiac arrest, they call a pre-hospital ECMO team. This ECMO team was composed by two physicians, a senior physician, one nurse and one paramedics. And we are able to insert an ECMO like very shortly after the cardiac arrest. And the goal is to decrease the low flow between the collapse, start CPR and the ECMO. You make it sound so easy, Lionel. So you're, you're putting patients on ECMO in the streets of Paris. First, describe what that situation is like. This is not very so complicated, in fact. People to do that, we are training to do that, and uh, we make a surgical approach, and after we make a Selinger incision, and we are on pump very shortly, uh, the medium time uh, of incision is less than 20 minutes, on scene by non-surgeon. That means we can be able to be on uh, ECMO less than one hour after the cardiac arrest. So again, you're in the streets of Paris and there is craziness. I saw a video yesterday of what this looked like in London when they were trying to put Reboa in. I can only imagine the people all around, the chaos... Tell me about that part of it. No, it's not a, a deal. The people stay very far. We have some police guy when we need, uh, but it's not a real problem. We are able to do at home, in museum, in street, in the, everywhere, in subway, if you would like. It's not a, a real deal. You know, in France, with a mobile ICU in pre-hospital system, we are training to do everything outside the hospital. We are really like a year. We are able, we are exactly like a trauma room to be honest. We are able to do everything central line, what you would like. Uh, ECMO is a part of the program now. It's a new advance for cardiac arrest and we are sure we can win some time. And what we discussed together is in the paramedic system with a scoop and run. Uh, the problem is the time to go to hospital. And a lot of patients are not in less than one hour in ECMO if you're doing that. And we have no so much solution. Oh, you said you run more faster, but I'm not sure we can now. Oh, you said I, I try to keep my time to go on scene 
during they make the CPR. And during, now, you know, Joshua, I've published recently in circulation a large study about a lot of cardiac arrest. And we know 16 minutes after the start of the ALS, we have no hope to restore a survivor. So that means you have 16 minutes to organize your ECMO. And in 16 minutes, you have the time to go on scene and to be, to starting the novel therapy like ECMO. Okay, so let me just recap that. You've got 60 minutes of basically time, and you're saying that in our out-of-hospital cardiac arrest, 50% of the patients don't meet that criteria. And so having them come to the scene, load and go, go as fast as you can, it's just not fast enough. We need something that is faster. And your solution, which is unbelievable, is to go into the scene pre-hospital and put them on ECMO. So what were the barriers to you getting this started? What were the things that were in your way to start this program up? Well, we have the same problem like you. Uh, when we start ECMO program, it's in hospital. Uh, the first publication from France about uh, cardiac arrest is in France. It's Caen and after it's Paris. And when it's for toxicologic problem, uh, what we have uh, seen for out-of-hospital cardiac arrest, we have not good results. This is a paper of Loguen in Paris. Uh, you have just 4% of survivor. And when I compare for in-hospital cardiac arrest ECMO, you see, 40% with Chen, we said, what's happening? Where is the problem? And when you check everything, this is the low flow of the problem. If you adjust the survival rate to the low flow, it's the same for out and in hospital cardiac arrest. That means if you are able to treat out of hospital cardiac arrest in the same time in hospital cardiac arrest, we have win. We have win survivor. And when we have a survivor, it's a good survivor. We have no CPC three or four. It's one or two. Because if you are, if you dead, it's very shortly. And we have no survival three or four in France. Because we can able to start, stop the care after a few days. If you see the patient is not wake up because it's very easy to, to see that now. And the second part of the program, it's a second effect of the program. And we discover when we make the program is we have some brain death and we can make some organ donation. Uh, the result are is not, we have not enough patient to speak about the result. We have 10% of survivor and likely 10% of brain death, of donation. That means we have more brain death. That means for refractory cardiac arrest, a few years ago, stayed dead on scene. Now we can say 20% of the patient have something to do or survivor or donation. That means it's very important for the society. If you can make some organ donation, it's very important for everybody. Okay, so that's amazing. So let's get to the nuts and bolts. What system are you using? What are you carrying? What's being carried in the ambulance and what's being carried with you? What we're carrying is, first of all, a personal. That means two senior physician, emergency physician training, special training to do that. One nurse, special training too, and one paramedic, special training too. That means all the team is very training. What we use on material is uh, three bags, in fact. It's just a little car. And we use a system, a very potative system like uh, Mike, the cardio help. And after, we have just a very little box of surgery, but very little. That means just something to cut and to check where are the vessel. And after we use just selling our techniques. We use during the, the insertion some blood transfusion too, uh, to avoid some coagulopathy because we know every patient under ECMO after cardiac arrest have a large coagulopathy. And we are sure if we start very shortly to make some blood transfusion, we can win something. 
This is the reason why in pre-hospital sitting, we make some blood transfusion of two units of blood and uh, two units of frozen plasma. And we make some hypothermia. We start hypothermia very shortly and some sedation before we start the, the ECMO to make some no protection. And that's all. Let me see if I can recap that. So you've got two docs, one paramedic, one nurse. Somebody else brings you two bags of packed red blood cells and two packs of frozen FFP. You go to the scene with McKay Cardio Help and you cannulate there. You transfuse the blood and you sedate them before you put them on ECMO. That part I want to ask you about in a second. And then after that's done, you then transport them in the typical ambulance that went to the scene. So let's get back to this sedation. Tell me what drug are you using and why are you using it again? We use uh, sedation with, uh, with drug, classical drugs of ICU. Why we use it is for maximum protection of the brain. As you soon, as up you can, you have to start a protection of the brain. Uh, that means hypothermia and sedation, like we make for brain TBI. Exactly the same concept. Okay, so I got it. You're, you're doing it so that they stay sedated, that they don't shiver with the hypothermia that you're initiating. Okay, I didn't even think about that pre-hospital, how, how important. All these things that you just assume that you have in the ER, now you have to actually bring them with you to the scene. Last thing, you already kind of commented on your results. Tell me exactly, how, what, are, what is your survivorship of out-of-hospital, pre-hospital ECMO? We have 10% of survivor. And we, all the survivor, for just one have not a CPC one or two. The major part of the survivor as a young guy, a major part have to bridge to bridge. That means they start by ECMO, but after they go to surgical cardiology, uh, and they have more assistance. And we have, for example, this year, two patients have some, uh, transplantation and they survive from the donation. Okay. So donation. Yeah. That's a, such a huge topic. We could spend all day on that one as well, but okay. So you're 10% survival out of hospital cardiac arrest that you're putting them on in the field. And here that you had mentioned was this bridge to a bridge. What I hear is when you're talking about bridge to something like LVAD, and I think you're talking about uh, something even, even more important than that. Yes. Um, ECMO is just a step of the treatment of the patient with cardiac arrest because, as you know, cardiac arrest, the major part is the STEMI or something else. We make the ECMO. The ECMO is the bridge to neurological, neurological assessment. It's just to know where we are for the brain because we are not able today, on scene, during cardiac arrest, to know if they are dead or not in the brain, not the earth. The earth is not the problem now. We are able to assist her. This is the ECMO. And what we're doing with the ECMO, first part is to supply the organ. We have the time to treat the earth, PCI, what you would like. And you have the time to make a bridge to a neurological assessment. The evolution of the definition of the death have changed a few long time ago is when you are unconscious, you are died. After is when you have no brief, but now we intubate. And now it's not because we have no earth, because the earth we can have an ECMO. The death is a brain death, and we need to have some time to know if the brain is dead. How many patients you stay dead and sane with a vital sign of life, like uh, they're the moving during cardiac arrest, during the chest compression? We have, a few years ago, each doctor in ID do things that stop the care because we have no solution. Now we have the ECMO and we have the time with the ECMO to treat the patient, etiologic treatment and neurologic evaluation. And if the ECMO is not enough, we go to more complex assistance of the earth and we can do some transportation if you need. 
That means ECMO is just a step, but we can stop at this step if we need. A lot of patients can be winning of the ECMO without any other assistance, and they wake up and they leave CPC1. You heard it here, bridge to neurologic assessment. So we have the option of complete cardiac recovery. We have the option of putting in another heart transplantation, and we have the option of giving life to other people through organ donation. Thank you so much. Any last things that you'd like to say to the world about ECMO in general and, and where we're headed? I think ECMO is a new step in a new way in cardiac arrest. During a long time, we have we spoke about epinephrine, a lot of treatment, but we don't know if you're working. Ten years ago, we have the same discussion. Now we have a new way of treatment with the ECMO. And don't stop because you are afraid. We can do that without any limits. Because the patients, if we're doing nothing, are dead. That's a major point. They are dead if you're doing nothing. Try ECMO if you have some criteria. We have not to put ECMO for each patient. Patient with 10 minutes of no flow is dead, for sure. But the patient with zero no flow, make cardiac arrest during EMS tech care, in the IED, during surgery... They have brain protection. We are sure the no-flow is zero. We can do something. And now, I think the better option is the... Okay, one thing I forgot to ask you. Tell us, what are your inclusion criteria? What sounds the alarm? What causes you to go to the scene? Is there a specific patient, like you say, oh, this guy's just drunk, I'm not going there, they can't feel a pulse? Or is this patient actually in cardiac arrest? How do you figure out when to drive to the scene? Uh, first of all, the patient in the first mode is taken care by a mobile ICU. We have a doctor in scene to call us. That means he can make some triage, a good triage. The major point is the no-flow. We will be to be sure he was on CPR immediately after he collapsed. We would, the better way is when you uh, have some uh, collapse with basic life support team. When he collapsed with the basic life support team or mobile ICU, that's the better way. When the basic life support arrives on scene of your department, they seen someone make some CPR and they said, wait, well, collapse. I witness collapse for sure. Witness collapse. CPR immediately. We like shock abrupt, like everybody, uh, young people, because as you explained, it's a bridge to bridge and we cannot make some transportation if you are too old. And the second part is all the patients with no protection, hypothermia, intoxication, anesthesia, and un- Everything with no protection. Last part is all the patients with sign of life. Pupillacent music, moving during CPR, briefing during CPR. That's a good criteria. What an amazing interview right here. I'm going to go home and talk to my county medical director because I've got to do this. Thank you so much, Lionel. And we'll be hearing more from Paris in the future. For EDECMO, this is Zach Shiner. I am signing off.